Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics Seminary recording on Monday, October 23rd. As of now, we are less than 48 hours away from the Celtics season opener. And by the time you're listening to this, we're, we're damn near 24 hours mm. uh, to the Celtics season opener. We're both juiced up. We, we were we hopped in the room and we just like talked for like 10 minutes, like laughing at random bullshit. Like we, we've mm. just been like doing nothing and hanging out. But out we figured on a great that... like rat list esque segment yeah that you will never get to hear <laughs> but uh now we get to hop on here and for the intro we can just shit talk for a second um mm. i went to the dentist this morning this isn't in ratless because it was fine but last time i came back from the dentist i reported you know the novocaine didn't work nothing worked this time mm. novocaine didn't work but then the lidocaine worked and it, i have to say i hadn't like I hadn't had the experience of what it felt like to work yet. And so the whole time I'm like waiting for the pain. Then he just goes, it's done. I'm like, fuck, you mean it's done? Like nothing, <laughs> nothing fucking happened, brother. Like what are we doing? And I called my mom after I said, cause my mom's very afraid of the dentist. I go, you're a piece of shit. You had me so worked up. You had me so anxious for the yeah. dentist. I didn't feel a goddamn thing. Oh man. We're, we're I never anyway. heard of lidocaine before. They give you the freaking heavy stuff. It's a nerve blocker. They put it back here and it just like messes you up. That's what Novocaine. Well, Novocaine is a nerve blocker, but like it. No, Novocaine is more numbing. Lidocaine is nerve blocking from because I, I was having a conversation with the the dental assistant because I was sitting there waiting for like the thing and she was like breaking down. I, I asked her, I'm like, because my cavity was on the side, so I'm like, how the hell do you guys like get mm. to the side of the tooth? And she like broke down the whole like dental language, and I'm sitting there like like <laughs> like an idiot, like yeah, okay, I definitely know what you're talking. Like, I felt like, like yeah, <laughs> it's smile and wave. Uh, yeah, exactly, smile and wave, just sitting there. I'm telling you. I've said it before. I think I've said it on the pod, probably not for a while. If you pick any job in the world, best job ever, dental hygienist. You just go in there, <laughs> tear people's mouths apart, make ching, them bleed, ching. take your day out on them, and then it's their fault. Be like, yeah. oh, yep, if I what? stabbed you, you would not bleed if you flossed. Yeah, maybe if you were better at Stuck in traffic. <laughs> chink. Someone cut you off. Ching, ching. Ching. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I yeah, no, it, it was fine. Everyone was very nice. It is weird though to get to the side of the tooth, they just drill through like the, the right edge of the tooth. So it was weird because like I could kind of feel it on the like adjacent tooth. Anyways, not, not to continue my dental hmm. breakdown. How, how was your everybody day, clicked off? We never I talk about our, our days. You did I was, barely re- I barely left the house, dude. It was a great day. It was like the whole weekend. <laughs> you played Spider-Man yesterday, though. actually, like before we did our pair of videos i was just sitting here i was like damn like i just wasted my whole weekend <laughs> did you play spider-man again today yeah i did i 100 okay. percented it so me and liam already equals yeah yeah wow also 
early Ratlist. Ratlist, everybody who watches this channel, for no one commenting about the Spider-Man we put on the thumbnail. Yeah, Jack put a Spider-Man on the, th the last not pod. Not one of you. Per my request. Disappointed not one of you saw it. Anyways, let's actually talk about the Celtics, because that's why you guys clicked on the video, and hopefully you stayed through the crap. Um, according to Adam, Adam Himmelsbach of the Boston Globe, uh, according to a league source at least, uh, per Adam Himmelsbach, the team will likely enter the season with 14 players on guaranteed contracts. Kata played well this preseason, but the source said the Celtics don't plan to convert his two-way deal to a standard deal in the near future. So, sounds like the roster is set heading into opening night. Lamar Stevens uh, and all the other non-guaranteed guys, uh, including Steve Kailu, will probably make the roster based on this. I mean, we don't have to go too in detail because we've talked about every single player on this roster for a million years at this point. Thoughts on the roster, Sam. Thoughts on the roster being finalized. I guess thoughts on Kada not getting converted, although it makes sense to just wait and see how it plays out. But yeah, I wonder what they're what, thinking what about. about. <laughs> this has to be a crystal ball tinfoil hat segment, right? <clears throat> Is Blake Griffin back? Blake Griffin Ooh. hasn't signed anywhere yet. There was Ooh. rumblings that he might sign on the West Coast this fall. Hasn't happened yet. Celtics keeping the door open. They said they would <laughs> take him back if he wanted to come back. We'll be kind of sick if Blake Griffin just kind of pulled up on the block, just like, yeah, I'm back. Hanging out. Maybe he takes yeah, like dude. the first month and a half off. Would be fun. Definitely. I, How are you doing with the banner? Maybe I'm changing the banner. I'm adding when the next playback is. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> but and I, I can't edit it while it's on the screen. But Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe they make an extra move. It sounds like they're just trying to keep options flexible for maybe a trade, or maybe if Canada does play really well, then they can bring him in. But the flexibility makes sense. I, I mean... I know everyone in our comments is going to be super disappointed. Kate is not on a standard deal, but there's really no need to rush it, right? Like, there's no need to rush a Kate a standard deal. Mm. Sam was mad that somebody was texting him, so he threw his phone on the bed. Is that what yeah, happened? Just does not stop. <laughs> just doesn't Sam, stop. Sam, the most famous man in the world. Remember those Dosekis commercials? <laughs> yeah, it's me. Just everybody wants to text me. Yeah, just, I sit here all day, nothing. Start recording. Everybody, all of a sudden, everyone's at their phone. Unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, kind of bummer that Nimi didn't get that that final spot though. It would have been cool. Mm. He definitely earned it. Everybody was talking highly of him at uh, practices throughout tra uh, training camp in the preseason. Played well, was dominant in that last game. He thought it might have brought him over the hump. It didn't, but doesn't mean he can't play for the real Celtics. He'll just get some extra run up in Maine. Stay sharp. Well, I saw some speculation that. Bringing Nathan Knight in to be a big man or a forward slash center up in Maine and also on a two-way leaves them some breathing room to like actually just play Nimi a lot on this two-way deal with the main like the not every time I want to say like the main roster main M A I N it sounds like I'm saying M A I N E every time they should move the team yes yeah agree. yeah. Sorry, Joey Spatula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just call it the Portland Celtics. Why is it Maine? Just, just put them in Pawtucket. <laughs> Sam's vouch, <laughs> not not biased at all. Uh, no no bias there. I have um, some thoughts on Pawtucket, but it's oh, neither no. here nor there. <laughs> uh, next thing, another thing the Celtics didn't do. Uh, no Derek White extension. Uh, he did not get the extension as of now. I mean, unless it's like a last second deal. As of it's nine p.m. Nine oh six p.m. Uh, on Monday, October twenty third. No extension for D White yet, which makes sense. There's no need to rush it. You have all of next season up until mm. the start of free agency in twenty twenty five to get it done. Um, and especially with how expensive the Celtics are going to get 
pushing that down the line is okay as long as Derek White is fine with it. And from his perspective, he can make more money in free agency than the Celtics can give him because it's not like a, a Jalen Brown, like a rookie scale deal. Like he he can technically earn more money in on the open market than he can with an extension in Boston. So it makes sense for him to wait too. Hopefully they get to the, but not that he would earn that much money. Like not that he would garner enough attention to make that much, but it's possible and it's feasible. Um, but it does make sense for both sides. Just to sort of kick the can down the line, see how the season goes and, and discuss it next summer uh, or throughout next season. Yeah, sure. There's always risk on paying a guy early. You never know what's going to happen. Could get hurt, could take a step back. There's all kinds of bad things that could happen, but it also could rule. Cause then if Derek white plays really good this season, which, True is a possibility even though it feels like that's a stretch to say with all of the great offensive options around him where it's like Derek White really going to need to thrive for this team to play well uh that could make it so he's not going to take that big leap but it feels like he's kind of due he's bigger he looked good defensively in the preseason he's ready to catch and shoot he's going to have even less pressure on him this year compared to last year there's tons of room for him to take a step forward or take a step back, I guess. I'm really saying a whole lot of nothing, but it's true. Like it could go either way for Derek White. It just depends how much they ask of him. I would I yeah. would have liked to see the deal get done personally. That's my take. I would have liked it to be done with this new CBA. I don't I want agree. to screw around with the money. I don't want to I, just just get everybody locked up, not my money, just pay them. Not pay my money. Them. I agree with you. I'm just saying it's not surprising that it didn't get done. Like it makes sense that they wanted to, to wait and, and see what yeah. happens. And uh, I'll tell you what, if it does get done, you're not getting a video tonight. I'm going to bed. I'm not staying up till midnight. <laughs> well, you'll get a Jack Solar reacts if something does get done. Maybe. I don't know. When the Jalen re- the Jalen one happened, no one cared. We, we did a video we, for that in the middle we, of the day. No, we do it anyways. We do it anyways. You got to get the content up. Celtics news breaks will be there. We did a Nathan Knight video. We'll do it there quite extensively. Oh, everyone cared about that. We knew <laughs> they were going to care. Come on. Come on. Uh, next thing, Delano Benton talked to Celtics practice today, which is Monday as you're hearing this. Um, I did not there. I was do otherwise occupied. I mean, by the time this comes out, you'll know I, I was talking to Lamar Stevens. I, I had an interview with him. I wrote an mm. article about Lamar Stevens. Go read it if Big it's pain. probably going up at eight or nine on Celtics. Jack blog, is so. the second biggest winner by Lamar Stevens making the roster behind Lamar Stevens. <laughs> yeah. Editing Jack here at the time of editing this. I'm not sure when the Lamar Stevens article is coming out. It could be out right now, but I think the more likely scenario is that it comes out Wednesday morning instead, the day of Celtics opening night, their first game of the season. So I lied on the show. I thought it was coming out earlier, but I think it is coming out Wednesday morning. Go check CelticsBlog.com. You'll see if it's out and I'm wrong, but I think Wednesday morning is the goal. But I did talk to Lamar Stevens. I did talk to a bunch of people from Penn State about his time there. Uh, I wrote an article about his leadership and how it could help the Celtics, his unique style of leadership uh, and the relentless desire he has to win at everything. So it it took me a long time to write. I would appreciate the support, but I I believe Wednesday morning, not as you're listening to this on Tuesday. But thank you all. Just wanted to clarify. Back to the show. Uh, so that was hyped. I literally asked him a question about like toughness and stuff. Cause that's the point of the article. And he goes, yeah, I was focused on making the roster first, but <laughs> he didn't say buddy, but like, that was essentially the energy. He was like, focused on making the team you, first. You would have had to say, you know what? Well, this is a hit piece now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Switch gears. But Delano yeah. Benton did talk at practice. He talked about his potential role. He said, you know, it's just feeling it out, playing into spots they give me and Bobby Manning, friend of the pod. Uh, wrote about it and said, it feels like Delano Banton is going to play semi-consistently for the Celtics, at least early. Ability to handle the ball and defend wings is a nice blend, but Hauser's shooting advantage over him is a big one. Uh, we'll see. One of my biggest takeaways 
um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that's the quote. That's that's a quote. This quote. You're confusing me. Sam's typing in the Google Docs, and he's threw me completely off. Get, uh, you this go. Quote Take over. <laughs> oh, this okay. So Joe Mazzula said, I think the biggest thing is, can you handle being in and out of a lineup when your name is called? It's because we really need you to execute in your role and help us win. Uh, Joe wants him to play both sides of the ball and be able to handle the ball. I'm skeptical if Delano Banton gets real run. I don't think he'll play a lot this season, to be honest. I, I think he'll be like fringe rotation guy in the similar light of like Luke Cornett Hauser minutes last year. Like maybe Hauser is even too much. Like I, I think he'll get, I think he'll play more than Peyton Pritchard played last season, but I still mm. don't think he'll play a lot. Like I think Pritchard will play over him. I, I think Brissett will play over him. Maybe Lamar Stevens, uh, Hauser and Cornett definitely. So I, I just don't see a very easy pathway to Delano Benton getting every night minutes for Boston, especially with how, I mean, just to say it, how it is, he hasn't been the most consistent player in his career. No. And he wasn't really that consistent in the preseason either, or even in summer league. Uh, but I do think, the rotations in the preseason tell you a bit of a story and you can see where Bobby's coming from because Benton was oftentimes one of the first guys off the bench in the five exhibition games the Celtics played. He's somebody that got real minutes with the rotation, the main rotation guys. And with all that being said, it's not the most impossible thing to see him playing with Tatum, Brown, whoever it may be that's out there in a regular season game with the Celtics. And he has a unique skill set. He's long. He can handle the ball. Isn't the best shooter, but it doesn't feel like he's going to be a major liability on the defensive end at the very least, which is ultimately where I would say you should start, especially when picking role players to come in and help out. And it helps that he can get out and transition and handle the ball. I can agree with that. I think he is perhaps the most intriguing role player the Celtics have, but also maybe the guy I have the least faith in reaching that full potential of what he can be. If that makes sense. Like, and that's not like not meant to be a dig at him. I just haven't seen it as consistently as you've seen it with guys like O'Shea Brissett, Lamar Stevens, even Sfima Kailu in the past. Like he, he just hasn't been able to consistently put forth, like look at summer league, right? Like we got to look at Delano Banton during summer league and he was real up and down. Um, yeah. So you don't really know uh, with Delano Banton. I'd be surprised if he gets regular minutes, but you could see him play in the right spots, especially with uh, if the Celtics rest guys or have injuries come up. So I don't know. We'll see. He's intriguing, at least. Um, I'm sure there will be times for him to shine, but there'll be time. Maybe, maybe not time. in the big games. No, <laughs> maybe sit those ones out, buddy. Uh, Jalen Brown also talked at practice. Also, did not get the chance to listen to the whole thing, but he talked about roles and strategy. Said we've been really clear in our roles, really clear in what we want to get accomplished, really clear in what actions we want to get into late game. Three for two situations, two for one. We've been able to really establish exactly what we want to do. Also talked about. Um, how great this like training camp has been said, you know, good, good, uh, hard work. It's been like one of the most successful, whatever the vibes are so high. And I, I do think as, as much as Sam wrote that scout would be, we'll just say very excited about the two for one quote. Like the part you have to pick out of that is defining their roles. We've talked about it a lot this summer. Like who is giving up shots, who's taking shots, where who's doing what on the floor. Cause you could run into a, 2019 Celtics situation where you have too many guys who want the ball in their hands. True. So Joe Mazzulla really needs to focus on, okay, this is where you get your touches. This is where you get your touches. This is where you have to sacrifice. This is where they sacrifice. And more importantly, the players have to be willing to do that. And from what Jalen's saying, it sounds like they've been very like, all right, this is what we're going to do. This is where our, how we're going to handle things. And, and I think that's arguably the most important aspect to this Celtics season in terms of 
success. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, there's a wide range of betting options including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com, gamblinghelplinema.org, or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GamesenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Again, that's GamesenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Yeah, I, I think the buy-in is very important, which is what you're kind of seeing here. If you get everybody to be all in on winning, which it sounds like they are, all of the preseason quotes have gone that way. Porzingis is ready to win. Drew Holiday is ready to continue being successful after being with Milwaukee for a few years. They're ready to come into the Celtics and just be like, hey, whatever you need, I'll help. I'm not going to try and do too much. And I think that's really good. Just to go back into these three for two, two for one things, because I have to talk about it. The two for one is bad. Or I'm going to rephrase this. The two for one is only good if you get the ball with like 45 seconds. That's, to me, the time when it's worth it to be like, let's go get a two for one. Because if you're getting the ball with like 37 seconds, you're rushing up the floor and forcing up a questionable shot just to be like, hey, might get another one. But besides that, you're not really getting uh, anything extra out of it. Like, sure, you haven't you, ha you technically have an extra possession, but what's the quality going to be? If you have the look, then great. If you create a great look early in the shot clock, fine, fantastic. See, I think that's the key. I think the two for one is good, but only if – the two for one is bad when the look you're getting in the two for one is okay. Let's just shoot the ball, run up the floor, and shoot it really yeah, quick for the shot. Two for one. However, if you have, I, I think 45 seconds is a bit aggressive. I think you can get something done with like 40 or 35 seconds. If you get up the floor, well, if you get up the floor and get into your action by the time there's 35 seconds, you can run a quick pick and roll where you are driving to the rim or creating sure. a driving kick situation. And I think that I'm talking the about two the for one has to work. This is, this is when you grab the rebound or check, put the ball in. Okay. So That's where my 45 comes from. If there, if you inbound the ball and there's 35 seconds left when you inbound it, I think you have time to either you can run a set, like an inbounds play to specifically get sure. a look at that point, or you can get the ball into say Jason Tatum at the top of the key, run a pick and roll with Porzingis and either get to a Tatum midi or kick it back out for Porzingis three. Like there are actions you can run to get a shot in five seconds in the NBA, right? They just are. And then yeah. that, that, that would leave you for another one. But the important distinction is if the shot's not there, when you run that set, don't just put it up for the sake of it. That, yeah. That's where I think we're, we're on the same page. I don't want to see Tatum yeah. come up with 33 seconds. Just be like dribble, dribble. Falling into the crowd. Now, let me out. ask you this, and this is half joking, but would you be fine with it if it's Peyton Pritchard? Or would you be more no. comfortable with it if it's Pritchard doing it? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Pritchard's not gonna get Pritchard, me. Pritchard can hit those. Like, I'm not, not saying he should, me. but like, let me ask you this then. 
if there's anybody on the Celtics roster, you're comfortable with it, taking that shot, pick one player, taking that stupid three for one, two for one shot. Pick one. It, just, it probably is Tatum. Like he's the best guy. He me. should be. He okay. should be the one getting the look if it's going to be a difficult one. But you have thirty. Like at this point in the situation, you have anywhere from ten to fifteen seconds left on the shot clock. There, what what we're talking about? You do not have to throw up a follow a jumper from three point range. You just don't. Mm-hmm. You can instead I work agree. to get something better. I but, agree with you. If you're able to swing the ball, get somebody to open look, and it's like, oh, we yeah. probably could do a little bit more, try and get to the rim, or or that's maybe the, pass a few more times. That's the time yeah. when you settle for a good shot rather than a great shot. Sure. <clears throat> that's the thing. Uh, last thing on this quote, I really want to focus in on this clear roles thing, and I want you to hear me. I know you hate predictions, but I want to do it just for the sake of it because it's the last uh, pod before the regular season. I want to go down the top six. We're not doing enough. We're not doing enough predictions it's quick. today. It's quick. It's quick. I want to go through the top six because we talk a lot about roles and who gives up shots. I want you to tell mm-hmm. me how many points they average this season and how many shots per game they take. Okay, cool. I think – so we'll go one through six. Yeah, start with Tatum. I think Tatum will lead the team. I, I think agree. he's going to score anywhere from 23 to 25 points per game. Okay, I think 26. I think he settles in at 26, but effectively. I think he takes 15. I was thinking about this in the car today. 15 slow. I think 18 is the minimum. Uh, actually, I think 18 is the right number. I think 15 is low for Tatum. Maybe it is, but I'm, I'm being a little bit conservative because I'm, sure. okay. I'm just like, damn, these. if these guys are firing at all cylinders, he doesn't need to take 18 shots. This is true. Or, or we'll say more because 18 is fine. Okay. And he's yeah. a great player. He should be getting plenty of looks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who Jaylen. do I think is going to be second? This is hard. Just, just say Jalen for the sake of it. Let's go Jalen. You want me to say Jalen? All right. I'll say yeah. Jalen. I'll say Jalen with like 21, 22 points per game. I was going to say 22, 23. Yeah. So right around there. And I think he's going to take 15 max, 13, 12 to See, 15. I think he might take about the same as Tatum because I think he. Tatum can pass the ball. Tatum doesn't always need the ball in his hands. I think Jalen Brown is going to be the guy they go to in a lot of these, like, go get your bucket. Because, like, that's sure. just his game at this point. So I, I think you'll actually see him take similar shots as Tatum, which is weird, but I, I think that's probably what you'll see in that. Um, and, but I, I think they'll average – Tatum will average slightly more points because I think I think Jalen Brown takes less threes this year, significantly, in my opinion. Um, That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm pro that. Uh, Porzingis – I think he settles in at around 18 to 20 points. That's what I was going to say. Probably 15 15-ish shots. shots. I think yeah. they should all have around the same amount of shots. I think yeah. Porzingis's shots will be more subjective, though. It really depends what's going on defensively on the other side. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? What are they throwing at Tatum and Brown? How congested are things for those two guys? And how open is it for Porzingis? If he, He's going to be there defer. Their, their tertiary option, maybe. I think maybe he could be the sep- second option, too. But from what we're saying and the way we're talking about it, those two guys will be the ones being told, hey, you go get this done. And then if you need help, you got all the fellas. They're here, too. And Porzingis is fella number one. Mm-hmm. Fella, I like that. Fella number one. Mm-hmm. Um, So this is my... I guess hot take that I've been writing. I think Derek white takes the fourth most shots on the team this year. Um, I think he'll get like 12 to 13 shots a game 
And I think he'll average like 14 points. And I think Drew Holiday will get like 10 to 11 and average like 12 points. That's my hot take. I have no, I have no opinion on that. Sure. <laughs> You're not going to give me anything. I, I don't have an opinion on that. This is okay. like, um, like under the microscope stuff. Well, not that there's anything wrong with this. Like this I've is just been, a good conversation, but just, like I have not. I, this is not my field no, I got of expertise. You. I was just thinking about this in the car today. I just think Drew Holiday's game is more suited to be a facilitate. <clears throat> excuse me, a facilitator, a defender, and then a spot up shooter when he needs to be. But like more of a facilitator than Brogdon was. Like to just think to distinguish the two roles separately from each other. But I think Derek White. They've liked him. They were going to give him that role all summer. And we saw it in the preseason. Like, I, I think he took more shots than maybe I'm wrong, but like he, he was more involved, like more creative, at least on that end. So I think that's where he goes. Well, Holiday, think... Holiday does love a three. He, he loves, he loves a quick he does. three. He does do that, uh, which maybe we'll see. I also think Pritchard's going to average more points than Horford. Um, purely because I think, I think Horford's going to miss a lot of games. And I, I think, I think Pritchard will probably average like 10 points a game. Because he's gonna play in every game, and guys are gonna miss a lot of games. So I think Pritchard's like average will be higher. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? At me? I'm laughing because until you said that last part, I was like, you know, like average is per game, not total. Like it doesn't matter how many games you play. You can play one no, game yeah, and yeah, have yeah. 20 points. Your average no, is 20. I, it doesn't matter. I just meant when yes, I was thinking about this. Sense. My point is, I was originally thinking of the context of okay, you have to add all these points and get them to add it up to like what they're total. But that's not how it works because guys play because Pritchard games. is somebody that's going to be durable. You'd imagine, yeah, he's going to see more opportunities to take on a bigger role. I think, and I just don't think Horford's game calls for that anymore. So I think you no. make a good point. I think he'll average like eight and five on efficient shooting and play good defense, and then it'll go up in the playoffs when he plays more. But that's where I'm at. Um, the rest of the roster doesn't matter, like seven points for Hauser, eight points, whatever. Like you can do whatever you want. My the biggest thing I wanted to talk about was Derek White potentially being more involved uh, or scoring more than Drew Holiday. Of she is. just kind of said, uh, go fuck yourself. So I'll just do that. Uh, all right. <laughs> I, hey, no, I was just like, I have nothing to add. I have nothing to add. I'm not saying you made a bad point. Does <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. It just means I. that's not my language. Okay. Okay. Uh <laughs> Next thing is something you might want to talk about a little more because it's something you've been harping on all offseason. John Corrales mm-hmm. recently talked to Sam Cassell and wrote about uh, his work with Jason Tatum uh, in the post because Tatum's going to be going to that a little bit yeah. more this season. Uh, and well, I'll tell you I, what is uh, there's yeah. nobody I want Tatum learning how to play out of the post from more than Sam Cassell. <laughs> I mean, is that sarcasm? Are you serious? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. Okay, I was like, what? Um, six two six three guy yeah <laughs> you're an asshole you're the worst like this is this is something you've been saying all summer you want to see yeah. and we talk about it and you're like fucking this guy man this guy sucks but the the quote that was plastered on twitter because it was the one that john Carl's tweeted out in his tweet shout out john friend of the pod and i'm, I'm not going to read all the quotes because go read his article on boston sports journal uh but he said once he grasped that portion of his game he's uh you know he said Cassell starts pausing to emphasize the gravity of what he's saying is how John wrote it. Uh, He's hard to stop now. He's going to be very, very hard to stop with his back to the basket. It leads to him picking things apart. And I think you combine that with the passing skills we've seen from Tatum. And I think not only does he average his points or whatever, maybe he does average less points like 22 or whatever. You'll see him get like 10. I literally don't care, dude. They can all average 15. If if they win every game, I don't get it. I don't care. No, but my my point is I I want to lead to scoring in different ways and also assist. 
assists. Like it just opens up so, tons of his. Game. We're, we're in the same ballpark with what we're thinking. So, what's great about the post is, and why I think it's so important for somebody like Tatum, who has proven that he has great vision, is he's going to get the ball inside in a dangerous spot where defenses already have to pay extra attention to him. Now, compare that to him driving. He's far more under control with his back to the basket rather than flying through the lane. Not to say he can't make good decisions on the drive too, but he's going to have more time to relax, think. He's not going to have to worry about, oh, I left my feet. Oh, I picked up my dribble. No. He can literally just catch the ball, and a second guy is going to be like, hey, what's going on? I'm here too. You're going to see so many more easy looks be created from this, and he's not going to have to do anything. He's going to have to take whoever's defending him two or three times at most, and then teams are going to be like, okay, that's enough. And they're going to have to adjust. Driving the basketball should be part of his game always. But adding the post game as a new wrinkle is going to be something very interesting to see. It's something you see a lot of the great players do, especially at the bigger positions, obviously centers, obviously like 90 centers, Akeem, Pat Ewing, uh, David Robertson. Even KG played out of the post. You just keep going down the list. But in today's game, you don't see it that much. You see it more from the wings, the dominant players, LeBron, KD, those guys. They go out of the post. Giannis, they go out of the post. Durant and LeBron are more creative than Giannis, and Tatum will probably fall more in their field, even Jokic. That's why Jokic is such a great player right now, is he's able to operate out of the high post and low post and draw defenses without having to be out of control finish yeah yeah <laughs> sorry I was, I was might be the smartest thing i ever said on this show <laughs> i know i agree with you i, I was i was even though joey did tell me i had a great point last show <laughs> that, that's all that matters in life joey yeah. spatula approves him and rj check easy yeah. um and phil I, I i agree and phil and all the commenters phil we, we appreciate you all the legends um i i agree with every point you made like he he, he can makes me feel good Pick the opponent apart from all angles from that spot. I think Pick Joe him made apart a great from the point. post. Say that ten times fast. No, uh, John <laughs> makes a great... <laughs> John makes a great point. It was a great article. Go read it. He, he talked to Sam and uh, broke no, down man. how they're planning on it. No, Sam Cassell. Sorry, uh, talk to Coach Sam. How uh, funny <laughs> it would be if it was just me. <laughs> it's like yeah, but saying it all summer, uh, and they're finally doing it. I think it'd be pretty cool if Tatum. I think it'd be cool if he shot less threes. (laughs) Maybe that's what we see this year. Uh, But I agree. I agree. Just this is something you've been harping on all all summer. So I thought we'd highlight a little bit. Shout out, John. Good article. Uh, Next thing, former Celtic Aaron Neesmith has signed an extension. We're going to be talking about all the extensions later in the show. But Aaron Neesmith was a former Celtic. So we put it in this portion. Three years, 33 million. Good deal for the Pacers. He was good for them this, uh, this past season. We don't have to spend too much time on it, but like good for Neesmith. Big fan of Neesmith. He's good. Good player. Good for him. When he left the Celtics, he took a little bit of a jump. He actually was given some opportunity with the Pacers, which isn't yep. a surprise. The Pacers were not supposed to be a very good team last year. They probably overachieved and Halliburton got hurt and they ended up probably right where they should have been. But he leaves the Celtics. Minutes jump up to about 25 a game compared to roughly 13. His points jump up. He's not overly efficient, but he looks much more comfortable. He's making an impact for the Pacers. He's doing all those crazy crash things that he was doing in Boston, but he's doing them in higher volume because he's out there more. (laughs) So good for him. 
He comes in that last Ainge class of draftees, him, Pritchard, Grant, and Romeo. And three of those four guys were able to survive the there's not a lot of minutes for me in Boston thing. Yeah. Now, Grant is the really, really the only one out of that bunch that ever found himself a concrete role with the Celtics. Pritchard is due this year. Right. But he mm-hmm. so far he has not. He's only averaged like 15-ish minutes per game for his career. Neesmith was far less. Romeo was less. And Romeo failed in San Antonio, but Neesmith leaves, improves. Pritchard looks like he's going to set the world on fire. And Grant literally left this summer because he was like, yeah, I'm not going to play. Yeah. I mean, good for Neesmith. Happy he found a role there. He should play a lot of minutes for that uh, Pacers team, even though he probably won't start because they had a lot of wing depth this year. So we'll see what happens for him. Uh, this was a funny quote. Again, don't have to spend too much time on it. But uh, Nathan Knight talked at practice uh, yesterday, I believe. Um, <laughs> the final quote he said was something that I thought you would find funny. I don't know if you saw it. I'm not, He's I talking not about. Okay, so he talked about head. doing what he doing what he can right to stay in the league and and playing whatever role they need of him. And he said the business can be treacherous and opportunities mm-hmm. are slim. So just being able to take advantage of those when they come and again going out there and doing whatever my organization needs me to do. If I need to be the cheerleader, I'll be the best cheerleader we have. Just going out there and doing whatever I can help my organization win games. So I just thought the cheerleader quote Respect. was hilarious. Yeah, that's fire. Like it's great. You know, he knows. Yeah, he should call Thanasis and be like, yo, what do you do? (laughs) Should I take this guy's, uh, should I headbutt this guy on the other team? (laughs) Nathan Knight, you should be like, all right, like you want to be a cheerleader. Do you feel achieved that your brother's not on the team? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty good. That's a a great way to be a cheerleader. It's a good good level of success. No nepotism for the cheerleader. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. Uh, another thing we don't have to spend a ton of time on, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Robinson Earl got released by the Rockets after the trade to the Thunder. And I had to bring it up because he is a HPTC pod summer thumbnail legend. He had to have been on like six thumbnails for us were TPE targets. I know a lot of people are in on, in on him. Friend of the show, Tyler Rucker, texted us and said, you know, this guy's good. Like he'd be a dream addition. The Villanova Knicks might scoop him up as, you know, half joking, but I'd be in for some JRE. Maybe that's why they're keeping the 14th roster spot open. That could be part of it too. Yeah. I mean, aren't there a couple teams that need to waive guys here pretty soon? They have Uh, today the deadline or not anymore. There's just one. The wizards need to make two. And I only know because I saw Keith Smith tweet on it. So the wizards need to get rid of two guys. I believe actually they might've already done that because I saw they released Taj Gibson uh, and another guy that I don't remember. Was it because of the haircut? (laughs) No, uh, I forget who it was, but uh, Taj Gibson and Xavier Cooks are gone. Um, And so they're good. So, no, every team has all their guys. Wizards did sign John Butler, though. So Jack knows ball summer continues. uh, It's two for two. Look at me go. Well, it's two Uh, for whatever you put on the list, but that's two very quickly. Carla Jones is next. He's getting scooped up by somebody somewhere. Okay. Um, But yeah, JRE in Boston thoughts. What are we what are we thinking? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, they have the open roster spot. This is somebody that we've talked about many a time. And why not? At this point, it would have been cool to have him around for the preseason, get a little bit more of a prolonged look at what you have, how he performs in game situations, how he performs with the players on your team. But it can't hurt unless you really know you have a ringer waiting for you for that 14th or 15th spot, rather. I don't think there's any reason not to at least try. Mm. Wouldn't you agree? Like, what, what's like the worst that happens? You don't get Blake Griffin back. Yeah. I mean, the worst thing that happens is he doesn't actually play a lot. Nimi ends up being better than you wasted a roster spot. But like, can you not point. guarantee him? Be like, well, maybe sign you. Maybe you can kind of. I don't really know how it works. I'm not I'm not a cap genius. So uh, we'll see. I, I don't hate it, though. We'll see what happens. Let's check in with our emails. We have plenty today. Let's go through them all. Wrap up the Celtic section with this as per usual. <clears throat> all right. Starting with RJ. Because you guys asked, yes, this is the RJ personal email. I so I had to ask. I need <clears throat> the origin story. Uh, because you guys asked, and nicely at that, here's an email on the state of RJ. We need this a weekly state of RJ address. <laughs> Our twins F and K turned twelve on ten twenty. We keep their name private. Keep their names private because C twelve years old, of course, uh, and had the party on Thursday because K, who's non-binary, was going to their other dad. Uh, Robin to TwitchCon in Vegas this weekend to meet creators behind Genshin Impact fandom Twitch channel. F is big into horses, not only riding every week, but watching every show about horses she can find on Netflix. They are amazing humans who happen to be kids. I am also a big nice. fan of, of video games and streaming. Sam is not, but I'm I'm big into. Well, I just played so. Spider Man for. <laughs> this is true, but I'm I'm saying like TwitchCon sounds very cool to me. So shout out to uh shout out to K. I would We've not been go to, to get... TwitchCon. No, there you you're right. Well, <laughs> We've been we together. Be in Vegas. <laughs> we will be in Vegas. We will be in Vegas. <laughs> We've been together as a polyer polyamorous, excuse me, household for 17 years. Me, Robin, and Ruth Ann here in San Francisco. I moved out here to the Bay Area in 2000 to be with Ruth Ann, which was one of the best decisions of my 61 years. History of RJ, the sports guy. I've been a sports stats nerd going back to the mid-70s, starting as a Cubs fan. I grew up in Northwest Indiana, and then getting into basketball with the Celtics of the 70s and the old red-on-round ball clips that used to run during halftime of CBS games. I went from being the equipment manager for the junior high basketball team to playing three years of Biddy basketball, youth basketball league, uh, including one year as a player coach. Player coach. Respect. When our high school did a student teacher hoops tournament, I organized the only team that had the teachers on it. Uh, I recruited the teachers who had game. And our only loss to the squad was all the JV guys who didn't make varsity. Our team name was Celtics West. The origin of Celtics West on Celtics blog. I never got into sports video games because because I played board games, stuff like Status Pro Basketball and APBA ba- uh, Baseball. Th- those were based. <laughs> Sam's hooked. Those were based on the previous season stats. Were a lot of fun and predated fantasy sports. My other major source of fun was doing improv comedy oh, nice. for a decade in Chicago with a troupe uh, that performed at science fiction conventions. Sam's done stand up comedy in the past, so there one you go. time handshake. Funny. <laughs> I need to do it again, but I did it. <laughs> After I moved out west, I picked up digital photography and started shooting. <coughs> excuse me, I had to cough and started shooting burlesque shows. Good cough. Good timing. My bad. <laughs> My bad. For the past 13 years, I've published a daily blog burlesque picture of the day. And if you want to check it out, here's the URL. Will do. Uh, and I mean of the day, every day without fail, which is why I have hella respect for you guys doing HBTC pods so yeah. consistently. Shout out to you, RJ. On the day job front, I've done different flavors of customer service, sales, and bill collection on the phone for 40 years because uh, 
I like talking with people. A, I like talking with people. I was like, what? Because A, I like talking with people, and B, I like winning arguments with assholes. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's fire. It's like the best improv without having to audition or play uh, or playing in crappy bars or theaters, which is also why I love your podcast for the combination of your uh, of loving your topic and not putting up with idiots. True. Anyways, I'll wrap it up for now. Keep having fun, and thanks for putting up with my emails. Be well, RJ. Thanks for sending them. That was fire. Thank, Thank you, you, RJ. RJ. <clears throat> Shout out to you. What a beast. Legend of the show. Uh, we appreciate you, RJ. And I hope F and K are well. Happy birthday to them once again. Yes. October babies. <clears throat> Shout out. Sam, when is your birthday? Uh, it's Saturday. There you go. We're getting up to it. We're getting up to it. All right. And I couldn't care less. <laughs> You're Could the worst. I care less. Continues to be the worst. All right. RJ again. How to succeed in business while still being Luke Cornette. <laughs> what a title uh morning guys taking a break from spider-man question jack how is duke doing duke is doing well he is still mad at the cave uh the mm. cave the cage but we've transitioned to a a more like a foam cone like it's like it's less like plasticky around i heard that they have blow-up cones now mm, we might have to look into that yeah He's getting uh, a little more freedom, though. Like, we let him walk around the house a little bit. But he gets amped. He's like, oh, let's go. I made it. I beat the <laughs> allegations of God. And then he goes and back in the kitchen. Grab his collar and right, yeah. right back in. But he's okay. Uh, as you've probably figured out, I'm fascinated by end-of-the-bench players. There are only 750 jobs available in the NBA. Why do you guys like Brad Wanamaker, Javante Green, or Luke Cornett make a team? Or several other. Uh, or several. Um, while Fiondu Kamigale or Scotty Lindsay are tooling around the G League or heading overseas, it's not just physical tools. If that were the case, Luke Cornette would be working on a stand-up routine or coaching AAU ball, not getting 12 to 15 minutes a night <clears throat> for the Celtics. I think training camp and preseason op- uh, opportunities are the summer league writ, uh, writ large, at large. I don't know. Everyone has already measured the players' heights, weight, wingspan, jumping ability, etc. So what are teams looking for are work habits, especially how quickly and how well they take to coaching on their individual skills, along with how quickly do they integrate themselves into team concepts. So in the summer league, I look at how the new guys improve their footwork, their boxing out, decisions are passing. Not that I expect them to be NBA ready in the third or fourth game, but that they've made improvements since the first two games. Making the same slow reads or fouling out uh, or fouling because you're still in a position, you aren't moving up the food chain. <clears throat> Training camp, I look at what you can uh, what you take the floor with. If you're moving up, you might not get runtime with the starters, but you should see regular playing time in the second or third quarter. Uh, I look less at individual games and more at their quote story arc for want <laughs> of a better phrase. <laughs> so whatever Gabriel and Stewart didn't have their usage in the preseason kept making it obvious that the Celtics saw the lack to be well, RJ. Yeah. I, I mean, I think he makes a good point. Yeah. Cornette spent a year in the G league and he just kind of learned the system and time and time again, Joe Majula just goes, he just knows how we play on defense. And so his ability to sort of mesh into that is the reason he gets playing time. Yeah. It's the everyday in practice, seeing what they're doing, seeing how badly they want it. I mean, somebody that is a prime example of this is Lamar Stevens. As soon as he got here, he was not in a guaranteed deal. Exhibit 10, whatever it was, exhibit nine, whichever one it was. He literally showed the first day was like, yeah, I'm going to try real hard. He talked to everybody in the press gaggle, and that's what he said. And he's gone out there proving it. Every single time he was on the floor, he was playing hard, playing good defense, being a dog. That's why he's probably going to be on this team. Knock on what I'm pretty sure he's he's going to be from what he said to you today. Who is this, Lamar? Yeah. Lamar. Yeah, he, he should make the roster. Yeah. I, if you don't, oh God, what a, what a disaster that be. Wait, 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 wait. Man. Uh, thank you, RJ. I, I, we agree. Thank you. 
recommendations and rat list. Just some random things that I've been rattling in my head. No pun intended. Jack, you mentioned being in high school chorus. So to go get a fantastic short run series that's available on available on Amazon Prime called Perfect Harmony. It's a fish out of water sitcom starring Bradley Whitford as a world class choral director in the Misfit Choir. He winds up leading. It's funny as hell. The music is good. One of the ensemble. Uh was one of the Barton Bellas from Pitch Perfect. I think Sam will like it because Whitford's character is cranky the way he's cranky. Uh, shame it didn't get more than 13 episodes. Uh, a book recommendation. Further Up the Organization by Robert Townsend. Townsend was the CEO of Avis in the 60s and 70s when their slogan was, we're number two, we try harder. <laughs> Wrote a great book on how to run a company by treating people like people. That is pretty funny and insightful. Good. Rat list. <clears throat> Writers and analysts who let the predictions continue to drive the narrative about who should be an award winner. <laughs> Guessing before the season who is going to win awards after the season is a perfectly fine tradition. Good, because we did it last episode. What bugs the hell out of me is when people covering the lead stay more invested in who they predicted rather than who is actually performing well throughout the season. This is why I hate college basketball rankings, too. Also, I will happily remind you slash kick your asses about your picks when April rolls around. Thank you, RJ. Yes. That's why we love you. <laughs> Have an old ABA clip with Bob Costas doing a local broadcast for St. Louis. Ratless, Skip Bayless, just because he's fucking Skip Bayless. Be well, Dude, RJ. I love Skip Thank Bayless. You. Every time they put a picture of him, he's doing that same stupid stance with his <laughs> fist clench. And it's hysterical every single time. He looks like he's like five foot five. <laughs> what is this clip? Have an old ABA clip. Bob Costa doing the local broadcast for St. Louis. Uh, wow, it is an hour 30. RJ, we will watch that off the pod. <laughs> Sorry, this is not going to be a three-hour No more St. Louis basketball teams, by the way. No need for that. Yeah, please. Let's, let's cut those. Let's cut those out. All right. Uh, we just talked about this. No rush on the 15th roster spot. Nice signing of uh, Nate Knight. Looks Nick Knight, Nathan Knight. His game looks similar to Lamar Stevens. So having more Al insurance and Maine can't hurt. I don't imagine Brad will rust to fill the final roster spot instead of keeping it open for a trade if one becomes available or necessary. Also nice to hear Jay Scrub is still rehabbing on the premises. Be well. Well, RJ Adam Himmelsbach knows ball. Handshake. <laughs> yeah, he called it. All right. Two more emails from Nate. How I found Another the podcast. We did ask this. Yes. Jack and Sam, I found the From the Rafters podcast through Apple Podcasts while looking through for new Celtics podcasts. How many times can Jack say podcast? Uh, podcast you had podcast, under a hundred subscribers, so I thought I'll get on the ground floor with these guys. Beast. So the I basement. subscribed. <laughs> so I subscribed not long after Jack's mom. This is, my mom took a while. My mom was not on the train. Uh, I don't know if my first, parents subscribed. At first, as uh, I thought Sam was an old curmudgeon and Jack was the new guy covering the scene. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised to learn how young you both are. And to be clear, I like that Sam was a curmudgeon. It felt uh, it gave the podcast a different voice among the many nice Thank guy you. voices in the C's podcast world. That means he's calling you an asshole, Sam. I hope you embrace That's it. fine with me, dude. I mean, <laughs> wear it. The growth of the podcast has been exciting to see. Thanks for all the time and effort you guys have been putting into the content on various platforms. Keep it going. Nate Boss. Shout out to RJ. Great comment. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was talking. I'm happy about, to be the old curmudgeon. That means I'm yeah. doing a good job. That means I am a miserable prick. And I love that. <laughs> I literally is, just told you like two minutes ago. I could not care less about my birthday. This is true. Which is something I have to keep telling people. They're like, do you want to do anything? I'm like, not really. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you are the worst. I can't confirm. I was texting Joey Spatulas today, uh, and he said, when you guys come up to Maine to see a, a game and, and we're going to stop by the food truck, he said, I'm just going to call everybody boss and see what happens. 
<laughs> so, shout out, uh, shout out, spatulas. Uh, last thing, RJ, an exceptional season. Afternoon, guys. I think this may finally be the season. Me I know we've said that a lot over the last few years, but this time the stars are aligning, and I think we'll finally see what happens. Uh, or excuse me, finally see what we've been hoping for all these years. Brad Stevens will make use of a trade exception. Oh, <laughs> nice. Good job. Got us, but um, there you go. I was going to say, that's literally the, the meme of the teacher showing up to class every day and saying, good morning, class. That's us being yeah. like, this the Hello. year. Hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with Coach Missoula preaching unity top to bottom, I don't see Brad bundling, bundling salaries to add talent to the roster. There are a lot of players that can fit into the great Williams salary slot that would only cost the Celtics draft picks and maybe only second rounders at that. I think the circumstances for a move, excuse me, would require that both backup options for a particular spot fizzle out. Like both Sam and Svee couldn't hit the broad, <laughs> broad side of a barn. I've said, I've, I've read a lot of emails. I'm dying. Sorry. That's all right. The other reason for using the exception is that the Celtics would have to send out three or four players to salary balance for one $8 million player and give up draft capital to boot. And that seems highly unlikely. Be well, RJ. I really lost it at the end there, but I agree. I, I think a trade exception trade could be in the in could be in the cards this year. Although, did we see one last year? Or did they trade salary for Mike Muscala? Uh, I actually don't remember. I don't remember, but maybe we'll see. Thank you to RJ and Nate Boss for the emails. Yes, I need to take a breath. <laughs> I'm dying. That was a lot of reading for Jack. Uh, but getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We are going to get into... Our predictions for the year. <laughs> we're, we're gonna Are we going to do the same way we always do it, where where we kind of team up for this? I don't know. What do you want to do? Do you want to give yours and I give mine and we go down the line? Or how do you want to go? I like what we usually do. Okay. We do it together and we debate. Sure. sure. Yeah. Okay. Number one. Celtics? <laughs> Celtics, just, Celtics probably yeah. should be first. Yeah, they I think, looked I excellent think in the preseason. We'll start with I the think they've. They've meshed really well. Their top six is extremely strong. I don't know if you can say the same for Milwaukee. Their top three or four is very strong, but past that, it gets a little bit more cloudy. Um, who else is there really on that same level? Not really anybody. Philly yeah. might still be competitive. Miami might still be competitive. New York, maybe. But besides Cleveland. that, you really – Cleveland, too. Cleveland, yeah. Well, I lost all respect for them back in April. <laughs> sure. Um I'll go Celtics one, Bucks two, right, right with it. Yeah, mm. Bucks two. I I think this is where it gets fun. I think Cavs three. That's what I got. I got you Cavs. have Cavs three. Mm. See, regular season, right? This is really standings. hard because I I feel inclined to give Philly like a third seed, but at the same time, you don't even know who's playing for them. You don't know if Harden will be there. You don't know if Embiid will make it all the way through the season. So I'll roll with you. I'll say Cavs too. This is going to be very boring for the people who's been on too much time. Okay. This is where we could differ because I have Knicks four. I think they're going to be a great regular season team. I think the questions come in the playoffs. But like 
I think the defense will be solid. I think RJ Brunson's going to keep getting better. Dante DiVincenzo fits in well. Emmanuel quickly is going to be playing for a contract. I think the Knicks are going to be a good regular season team. Um, and I think they will be them, Philly, and the Cavs, and the Heat, I think will be like within four games of each other in yeah. that block. But I, I think Knicks I'll put as a better regular season team than Philly, especially if this hardened drama trails into the regular season. I think I'm going to go Miami at four. Now, this one may end up okay. aging very poorly because I think Miami's another team with a really large window of how good, bad they can play. They did lose Gabe Vincent this summer. They lost Max Struess. Those are two yep. key rotation guys for them. But at the same time, they're riding a little bit of momentum after the playoff run. Uh, Tyler Hero is back from injury. He's ready to play. Mm -hmm. He has probably a chip on his shoulder after being traded, not traded. They have to take him in a trade. Oh, he's not traded. Uh, Bam's going to continue to get better. What are you going to see from Caleb Martin in a full season? There's a lot that goes into it for Miami, so I'm interested to see what they can bring. Uh, Jaime Hawkes appears to be a good draft pick. Cole Swider is going to be effective if they run him out there in whatever role they give him. You bet your ass he's going to knock down threes. That Miami team might finish fourth. I don't know. Maybe that's a bad pick, but I, I want to be different. No, I see it. I'm not making it. the mistake of disrespecting him again. No, I was close to putting Miami four, too. I, I really debated. I had Cavs three, but then Knicks, Philly, Miami. I was, like, really twisting between. I, I do have Philly at five and Miami at six for spoiler alert. Okay. So that's what, I, that's what I ended with. I think Philly or Miami or, like, I think, like I said, Cavs, Knicks, Philly, Miami is the order. I have it here. I think those four could finish in any. And I think any of them could potentially be a higher seed than the Celtics or Bucks if those two teams don't take the regular season as seriously. I'm not saying they shouldn't, but like if Porzingis needs his rest, if Horford needs his rest, like I think those four teams will go mm. full throttle uh, to some degree. What's yeah, your five six? Themselves. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Philly five, New York six. Okay. I think New York still has a lot to prove. They got DiVincenzo. They didn't do a whole lot else. They traded away Obi Toppin. Uh, who wasn't really doing a whole, whole lot for them. And I know you think he's going to have potential to take a leap with the Pacers. Good for him. I still think Philly's going to be a competitive team. They just have that really, really low floor where it could all blow up. This could be their final half year together as a process, right? Um, sure. But again, the Knicks didn't really add at the top. Jalen Brunson's great. So you got them at RJ six. Barrett. What'd you say? So you got the Knicks at six is what you're saying in Philly. Knicks five, at six. Right, yeah. <clears throat> okay. You can pick another team to put above the Knicks if you want. I just, I think, those I don't the really know if there is another team. <clears throat> yeah. I think those are the best six. I don't think Atlanta is going to take a leap this year. It doesn't feel like <clears throat> it. They didn't do a whole lot. They lost John Collins. What did they even get back? Just draft capital. I don't even remember. Uh, Rudy Gay. <laughs> Game changer. <laughs> yeah. He's Hawks not third. Anymore. Out of the league. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I do have the Hawks in, in seventh, though. I have them at seven. I think they're the next best team. But we're gonna have fun. Uh, I think Orlando takes the leap this year. They were wow. in the ass last year. Okay. At now seven? I did give the Pistons the kiss of death last year. I thought they were due because they were real pain in the ass in that 21-22 season. Mm -hmm. And uh, boy was I wrong. But in fairness to me, Kate Cunningham was out most of the season. And uh, yeah, but. I think Paolo is one of the better rookies. He's coming off a great rookie campaign, one rookie of the year. Franz is is ready. They have a zillion guards. Wendell Carter's been solid for them. And then they had a couple draft picks this year, too. So you can see how those rookies pan out. And they brought in Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles. Yep. Sure. Uh, I think they have potential to be fun. They, they seem sure. due. They're, they're the East team that seems due. 
I'll back it. I have the Hawks seven. <laughs> Excuse me. I just think with Quinn Snyder there now, they'll be better. They still won't be a top six, but they'll be fine. They'll win exactly uh, half the games. Sure. Which sure. is top six-ish level. Yeah. Yeah. I have the Pacers in eight for me. That's where I got them. This is hard because I also want to put the Pacers at eight, but I do feel like the Hawks have to have some yeah. respect somewhere. But I'm going to put the Pacers at eight. Okay. I think sure. Tyrese played really well there last year when he was healthy. He got Miles Turner to have the best season of his career. Mm-hmm. You're going to have Benedict Matherin with another year under his belt. You have Buddy Heald playing for a contract. And then you have Obi Toppin coming in ready to prove himself. Neesmith fresh with the bag. Who knows what they're going to be able to do over there. And you have Jarris Walker coming out of the draft. At number, what they pick him? Eighth? They traded with the Wizards. I don't yeah. remember exactly Eighth. where they picked him. Eighth. They they have a lot of promise there. And they have Carlisle coaching. He's solid. He's no slouch. Yeah. I, I think they could be eight. And I'll put Hawks nine. Hawks are a team that it feels like they're kind of due for a shakeup. They tried the DeJounte Murray thing. I never thought it was going to work. I didn't think it made sense to put another good ball handler with Trey Young. It just didn't. And they fared mediocrely last year. They took the Celtics to six games, probably should have lost in four. Celtics played around, found out. But I I just don't think they have the juice. Trey Young, he's small. He gets picked on. He doesn't suck. That's for sure. Learned that the hard way. But I just don't think they have enough rotational pieces around him to really, really be competitive. So you got them at nine? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll back that. I have Hawks seven, Pacers eight. I have Nets nine, then Magic ten. So that mm. rounds out my play-in tournament. Um, I, I just think the Magic are good. I don't think they're good enough to make that super-duper leap like up into the playoff race. I, I think the Nets are better than people give them credit for. Like they have just a good solid team. Like I don't think like their over under is like 37 wins. I think they'll be around 500, which is and not a huge difference, but like I just think they're a little better than consensus. Um, so that's what I got. Who is your 10? Is it the Nets or is it someone else? I'll go with the Nets. You just convinced me. Oh, good. I have no other Bye. reasoning. I think you made a good point. Thank you. Uh, all right. We're getting to the shit. I got Bulls 11, Raptors 12. Like the, the the nothingness tier. I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> you agree with me? No. Oh, what are, I'm what doing, are you doing it again? Pistons. Oh, I, I was thinking about putting them ten. The Pistons are a team I should uh... hate as a Celtics fan. I sneaky root for them all the time. Fucking Peyton, man. Peyton was there this summer. You have to give him respect. Great mascot doesn't actually exist. You have Cade Cunningham. He's ready. He's back. He's going to be back. We promise. Killian Hayes looked not terrible at the end of the season last year. He didn't. He, he's kind of getting a little buzz around him. They Don't have a get million centers. Hayes, a few dude. of them are kind of decent. Jaden Ivey's in his do. second season. They have one of the Thompson twins, Asar. Yeah. I'm ready. Detroit yeah. basketball. Put him 11th. They're still not making any postseason, <laughs> and they're going to be in purgatory. But they'll take a step forward. I was going to put him 10. I got uh I got Bulls Raptors 11 12. Who's your 12? And Pistons 13. Is that also your 11 12 13? In in some order, I mean. Like what's your 11, I'm just 12? trying to think. Uh the other teams you're missing, I have Hornets 14, Wizards 15 for context. Okay. Yeah, those two are the bottom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to go Bulls Bulls 13 though. I think okay. Toronto's going to try. That's the thing. I don't know. I mean, Chicago's going to try too, but 
worse. Try I don't worse. know. Maybe we're not giving the Bulls enough credit. But wow. then again, they suck. Big statement from Sam. But they have, like, good names on their team. Like, in theory, they should be able to compete. They have DeRozan. Levine is a good statistical player. Vucevic has been solid throughout his career. They just don't make it work. I think the Bulls could just as easily be the seventh seed as the 13th seed. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens there. Uh, But then, yeah, I got got my non-postseason teams. Bulls 11, 12 Raptors, 13 Pistons, 14 Hornets, 15 Wizards. You said I'll, I'll go got, Wizards last. Ah! Yeah, I'll go Wizards last. I had that same debate in my head. I was like, well, and then I was like, nah, no, I think they're going to try and lose. There's some draft okay. reason behind that, but I don't remember what it is. Mm. Maybe there's not. Maybe I'm just stupid, but they're <laughs> going to try and lose. We'll see. All right, Western Conference, Sam. This is where things get wild. This is this where is things mess. get weird. All right, Sam, one seed in the West. Nuggets. Just going to go with the Nuggets. Just think they're good. Going to be the one seed again. Easy. Nuggets one. Any difference here? Any any? I'm quickly just trying to flip through in my head and really decide which teams I like. Pull up the standings. I, I, I pull up the standings. I have a Google sheet where I threw together a, a rough list of who I think will be where. So I have a reference. I'm going to go Nuggets. I probably wouldn't have gone Nuggets last week. But here's mm. why. They've had a lot of guys ball out in the preseason and look good. Strother yeah. being number one. And that's their big need was they lost Bruce Brown. They lost Jeff Green. And by all accounts, it sounds like their young guys are ready to step into those roles and compete. So mm. I'm not really worried about their depth anymore. So, yeah, run it back. Even though they're, we'll get into this. Their jerseys are fucking terrible. They're bad. Yeah. Uh, I got Suns, Suns too. Just, they're just gonna be. I'll go Suns too. I was thinking about putting them one, but they haven't played together yet. Is Durant gonna be healthy the whole season? What's Beal gonna do? Is their depth gonna hold up? Yes, they brought in some solid players for absolutely nothing, but still, you have to ask the question. And they have Big Nurk there instead of Aiden, so good luck to them. They do. Uh, I got Lakers three. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, Are you sure? Yeah. I just I won't do it. Uh, <laughs> okay. I half want to say the Warriors. I'm not sure what we're gonna see from the Warriors though. It's a weird mm-hmm. season for the Warriors. I still have a ton of respect for them. I think Curry's still not slowing down, but the rest of them kind of concern me. Clay's like half out the door. All the reports are saying he's gonna be a free agent in the summer. Draymond's not even ready for opening night. He hurt his ankle. Uh, Chris Paul, what the hell is he gonna do? Wiggins is probably still going to be solid. And then who knows what they're doing with their starting lineup, because if they're going to start Chris Paul, they're going to have to go real small. Maybe not at first if Draymond's out. Maybe that just never happens if Draymond doesn't start the season healthy and they're just like, just come off the bench, dude. Why do I have a feeling you just said all that just to put them at three anyways? Well, I don't know if I'm I'm just talking through it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I also don't know. I also don't think the Clippers are going to be terrible. Like the okay. Clippers are like the heat of the West, except the opposite. So like they should be good, but they never actually live up to it. I'll say this about the Clippers. They can't really load manage anymore. It's against the rules. And Russ played sure. good for them when he was there. He did. So I'm going to put him three. Out of wow. <clears throat> wow. We got a big disparity here. Then I got Lakers three. Uh, four, I do have the Warriors. I think they'll be fine. I'll like, put the Warriors just, four, too. Just out of respect. Back. Yeah. Uh, five, I got Grizzlies. 
regardless of Steven Adams and everything, I still think they'll be a good team. I forgot about Memphis. I knew I was forgetting. Oh, man, this is hard. Yeah. Gets tough. Good teams are going to miss the playoffs in the West. So, I'm going to put the Lakers fifth just to get out of the way so I can start having fun. Sure. And I'll put Memphis sixth. Okay. And I was tempted to put him fifth because in historical numbers, they have played very well without Ja when he's out. Tyus Jones is gone, though. Yeah, they have Marcus, who's going to play defense and help them be – well, I guess they lose Dylan Brooks, too. I don't know what to expect out of them. Desmond Even Bain's Adam's gone now too. For him. Oof. Yeah. Oh Kenneth Lawson's we'll losing some weight. He's going to get some mm-hmm. run. Mm-hmm. Also, just to backtrack quick, uh, we already talked about the East, but I, I just went on a Knicks pregame show, and I told you this before, but like Knicks fans are just as wishy-washy on Julius Randle as you are. And I, I well, I'm not wishy-washy. I'm washy. Just, just washy. <laughs> there is no wishy. Yeah, no, he's out. He sucked. Uh, uh yeah. speaking of uh kind of chubby left-handed power forwards, I'm gonna put the Pelicans at six. Wow, yeah, wait, didn't you Pelicans... already put somebody at six? No, you just put somebody at six. No, I didn't. I swear I you did Lakers swear... five, and then I started talking about Memphis. Oh, I thought you said you put the Grizzlies six. Yeah, right? I was talking through it. Uh, but no, I'm gonna put the Pelicans at six. Last wow, year when Zion wasn't out of shape and okay. injured, they were the best team in the West. I think they're an overlooked team this year in the West. So I'm going to put them sixth. They have a solid team. They just Wait, drafted uh, that kid out of UConn, Hawkins, to join them. Ingram's yeah. coming off that baller USA run where he sucked, so he has stuff to prove. Still have McCollum. Valanciunas has been solid for them. I'm kind of interested to see what you get out of the Pelicans this year. Could be wrong on this one, but I think they're kind of due. Okay. Sorry, I'm backtracking quickly so I can write down like all of our predictions and compare them at the end. Eastern Conference, you had Celtics, Bucks, Cavs, Heat, then you had Sixers, then Knicks, then yep. you had Magic, then you had Pacers at eight, then you had Hawks, Nets. Hawks at nine, Nets, then you had Pistons, Pistons. at eleven, then Big pick. Raptors, then Raptors, Bulls, Bulls 13, Hornets, Wizards. Hornets, Wizards. Sorry, I'm just backtracking. <laughs> and then in the West, you have Nuggets, Suns, Clippers, Warriors, Lakers, Pelicans at six. That's where you finished. Yes. Okay. I am on the Kool-Aid. Give me the Thunder at six. I'm in. I'm in. They're good. They're nasty. No, I don't think it's a bad pick. I'm going to put them at seven. Okay. But, I mean, I'm excited. I feel like the Thunder sneaky have, like, that weird floor, though, where they could just not take the leap this year. But it feels like this is the year where they're going to be competitive. I'm in. Uh, I'm in. And I'll put Memphis at eight with with the jaw thing. Just, okay. I think they're they have injuries to start the year. This is going to be a weird season. So, catching up to you, I got seven Kings, eight Clippers. Sam forgot about the Kings. Is this what happened? Did Sam forget about the Kings? Is that I what we're doing? About the Kings. Yep. <laughs> There's another team. There are two more teams you forgot about too. At nine, ten for me. I'll tell you now. I got T Wolves at nine, Mavericks at ten. I forgot about the Mavericks. I know yep. about Minnesota. I actually think the Mavericks had a good offseason, too. That's what yeah. sucks about this. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm so happy team? the Celtics aren't in the West. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yep. Are you All changing right. your standings now? You got to fill in a little bit here. Are you I'm not going to change. I'm not doing it. Okay. So you're at eight right now, and you have Kings, still- Timberwolves, Mavericks, Thunder to go. Of the good teams, I should say. And then you still have, like, the Jazz, Spurs, Rockets, Blazers, but I'm assuming they're lower. 
Or maybe the Jazz are in there. Jazz are fine. Like Jazz are gonna be good this year. I think they'll, they'll be fine. I think they compete for the play-in. But dude, this season has me thinking like, damn, they need to make the playoffs top sixteen. Just, just that's, overall, like get rid of the conferences. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. Or just expand the league. <laughs> get, get no, they need to this. expand the league real bad. All right. So I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Kings at nine. Okay. Who was the other team I forgot? Dallas? Mavericks? Yeah, Dallas. Who the hell did I leave out? Uh, the Timberwolves. That I don't feel bad about. They, they're going to the suck. In- thunder. The Thunder. Oh, I left the Thunder out? I thought I put them in there. No, no, no. Thunder, thunder ahead of those other two teams. So Thunder at nine. Then what? Kings uh, and Mavs at ten. <laughs> ten. So one of these teams misses the play-in. <laughs> this ain't fair, man. <laughs> They're both playoff team. They both have top four upside. Genuinely, I think. I think Dallas's roster is more solid. I'm gonna put Dallas in there. Kings miss the playoffs. Wow. Okay. Kings just getting disrespected. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For what it's worth, my 11 seed of the teams that I think was the playoffs. I have Pelicans at 11 for context. So. Yeah, but when it's I said Pelicans, tough. you had the oh man, I forgot. No, no, I I just had them there. I, I was surprised you had them so high, uh, because I I in I just, I just think oh if, wait if they can they can play for real. Wait, no, sorry, you already had the Thunder. Excuse me, you had them at seven. You didn't have the Timberwolves. That's the team that you had. So you want Timberwolves yeah. at eleven? Kings of the playoffs. Okay, my bad. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. So Kings and Mavericks. Sneak I have in no nine, respect seven. for the Timberwolves. <laughs> Timberwolves at eleven. Okay. Yeah. No, I have Timberwolves. Did you see at nine. the tweet today? By the way, who? Which one of those uh, reporting? Uh, motherfuckers shams or woge tried to say uh i'm gonna find it oh the Jaden mcdaniels type yeah he said uh shams. perennial shams that fucking shill perennial depoy upside yeah shut up shams <laughs> he's a Go great outside, defender fucking loser. <laughs> all right now have you heard shit. that shit about shams that he's just like attached yeah. to the grind 18 hours a day yeah that's kind of sad that's terrible go yeah, outside I, I, Respect his, his vacation yeah. days, he sits for 12 hours by the pool and still works. Yeah, I saw that. Okay, we got 12, 13, 14, 15. Jazz, Spurs, Rockets, Blazers. Those are your last teams. That's the order I have. Spoiler alert. I got spoiler alert. I got Jazz at 12, then Spurs, Rockets, Blazers. <clears throat> That's what I'm rocking with. I'll roll with you. Okay. I, I okay. sneaky think the Rockets are due. Well, let me rephrase that. If we did this in June, I would have told you the Rockets were due. I just don't like what they did this summer. I don't think they did anything that really wowed me, but they had potential to be like, this is our year. And they kind of are trying, but like they, Fred Van Fleet doesn't do it for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> you do not like Fred Van Fleet. They just don't think he's that great of a player. Sure. Okay. Stand things are done. Let's go over and compare. In the East, we both have the same one, two, three, Celtics, Bucks, Cavs. I have Knicks at four. You have Heat. I have 76ers at five. You also have Sixers at five. And then I have Heat at six. You have Knicks at six. For what it's worth, those they can finish anywhere. I think that top six is the top six in my opinion. For what it's worth, buddy, the fucking West. You can just put yeah. it in a, like in a, I don't know, like the, you know, like the big, like raffle machine. I was going to say bingo. When you yeah. put the bingo, you, like you can literally yeah. do that with the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then rest of the East, 
Uh, I have Hawks, Pacers, Nets, Magic as 7 to 10. You have Magic, Pacers, Hawks, Nets. <laughs> and then uh, I have Bulls, Raptors, Pistons, Hornets, Wizards to end. And you have Pistons, Raptors, Bulls, Hornets, Wizards. The East is like, like you can script the East effectively. And stuff can happen to like scramble it up. But like, I think the playoff teams are the playoff teams and the shit teams are the shit teams of the East. That's just how it is. <clears throat> the West. There's like 12 teams that you could be like, well, maybe. We both have Nuggets, Suns. Uh, <laughs> three, four, five, six. I have Lakers, Warriors, Grizzlies, Thunder to round out the playoff teams. Three, four, five, six. You have Clippers, Warriors, Lakers, Pelicans. <clears throat> Play in seven through ten. I have Kings, Clippers, T Wolves, Mavs. You have Thunder, Grizzlies, Mavericks, Kings. And then I have the Pelicans as my Pelicans, Jazz. And then you have Timberwolves, Jazz. Uh, and then we both have Spurs, Rockets, Blazers rounding it out. And those are our official predictions. We'll, we'll check back in after the season, maybe if we remember. I'll title this too. I'll title this sheet NBA Standings Predictions uh, 23. So we can check in next year. I'd love to see a Clippers Lakers playoff series. We have never got one. Ever? Really? Never. Never, ever, ever. I never, don't ever. want it yet. I want it when the Clippers have their new stadium. That's when I want it. Oh, when they actually have to go somewhere? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, give it a year. Maybe if Kawhi's still there. Anyways, okay. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Next thing we have, and we'll try to go fast with this because this is already a long show. Reviewing all of the NBA contract extensions that happens today because holy shit, there were a lot of them. <laughs> a lot of stuff came through today. Oh, Luckily, shout out to Keith Smith and shout out to SpotTrack because we have literally all of them lined up for us right on this screen. I'm even going to share the screen. We're going to go through. We're going to each give like a sentence about what we think if we care enough. <laughs> all right. Spurs signed Zach Collins two years, 35 mil. Good contracts. Wemby insurance. I like Zach. No, he's going to start with Wemby. He's starting at the center. Wemby's the four. I like Zach Collins. Jeremy Sohan's the point guard, by the way. They're running a big lineup. Like Zach Collins. Good for you guys. Uh, Denny of Dia, four years, 55 million with Washington. Didn't really get this one. It's fine. He's a fine player. Did you see the memes of him arguing with Poole already, though? No. There was a uh, pass where Poole, like, did his little dribble, 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 shoot. And Denny was just there like, I'm open. (laughs) <laughs> and then they get to the bench and then he goes, I was open like twice. And pool goes, now nah, we're good, bro. <laughs> we're good. That'd make me so mad. If I was, Poor if guy. I was Denny, it's no a wonder uh... that guy got punched in the face. <laughs> Maybe he's getting punched in the face again. It's like, it's like our, uh, certain player we play with a ball. Uh, yeah. Aaron Eastmith, we talked about three years, 33. Good for him. The big one from today, Jaden McDaniel. Yeah. Five years, one thirty-one mil. Year. Yeah. Five years, one thirty-one with 5 million in potential incentives. A lot of money. I don't hate the contract for McDaniel specifically, but my God, are the Wolves going to be an expensive team for mid? <laughs> yeah. Like, don't care. Unmoved by the Wolves. And Shams is a shill. Tough. Tough. Uh, Cole Anthony, three years, 39.1. Thought he could get traded, so this was weird to see. I didn't think it would happen, but Cole Anthony is a fine player. He's going to be like a, a, 
I feel like he could take on a Lou Will role for them. Sure. <laughs> sure, fine with it. Yeah. Josh Green with the Mavs, three years, 41. I'm big on Josh Green. I think you should start. Good. I think this is a good contract, too. I'm kind of with you. Solid defender, good size, can shoot threes a little bit. Can pass. Yep. In Hawks, Onyeka Akangwu, four years, 62 He mil. was a motherfucker in the playoffs. He's he a good player. Offensive glass. This is Clint Capella. Get ready to learn trade machine, buddy. See you later. Mm. <laughs> we'll see you. Smart. Smart for them because that's mm. just a way to clear cap. They Memphis. Just, Memphis should go get him. Go get Capella with Steve Adams out. <clears throat> and then the biggie, Giannis. Three yeah. years, 177 mil player option in the final year. This extension Respect. begins in the 25-26 season and is subject to change based on cap alterations. Big boy contract for Giannis. A lot of money. But uh, the, the only analysis, duh. Yeah, no shit. Good for them. Good job, <laughs> yeah. Milwaukee. And Adobe stock has plummeted because all the Knicks fans can't do photoshops of him anymore. <laughs> Poor guys. Speaking of Adobe, speaking of jerseys, it is time for the official How About Them Celtics jerseys review. And luckily, <laughs> luckily for us, Worldwide Wob compiled all the jerseys in a thread. So we can go right through. We'll grade them 1 to 10. We'll give some quick thoughts. Um, and that'll be the jersey review. So let's do it, Sam. You ready? I'm ready. I I've been looking forward to this the most out of all of the segments we have today. Starting with the Atlanta Hawks. Wob ranked it 1.4 out of 10 i just why like it does like this has nothing to do with the where Hulk. does the color come from <clears throat> yeah i don't get it they should literally know. just do the one with the hawk on it yeah That's for, it. for they had that a year ago except they had it in yellow i want it in like a, i don't like the yellow uh for context for audio listeners this is just a black jersey with atl and times new roman font in like it's blue color though instead of light blue it's a like, good color it just doesn't make sense for them if this was the atl was in white and then instead of white and blue on the sides it was the red and yellow it would still be bad but it would be like sensible this just mm -hmm. is stupid okay. i suppose uh next one is the boston celtics Terrible. uh wob ranked at 1.6 out of 10 said p stained underwear i don't actually hate it i think this is a terrible photo i think the jersey is white not cream um <clears throat> I don't hate it. Somebody pointed out in their rankings. I think SB Nation did a ranking, and they said it was just the Bucks jersey. I think this is the back to back years better. of it just being a Bucks jersey. I think this will look better on the court. I don't hate it as much as a lot of people do. That said, it's still not good. <laughs> this is the prime example of just leave me alone. Quit pumping out crap every year. Sure. Also Just give me the St. Patrick's Day jerseys. That's all I want. You want me to buy one? I'll, if you make St. Patrick's Day jerseys, Nike, I will buy one. Also, spoiler alert, I did text uh, the legend Pete Rogers today, and I said you should do a Mike Gorman jersey, and he said I've been thinking about it, and so maybe we'll see something cool. Uh, <clears throat> shout out to Pete. Next one, Nets jersey. This one sucks, dude. <laughs> I – you know that I am more of a fan of the wacky one, so I don't actually hate this. It's just weird. Like, I don't get it. It's but I, I don't hate it. I think it's fine. It I think it'll be cool ben on the Simmons court. number. <laughs> That's fucked up. True. Uh, whatever. It's whatever. Uh, Hornets. This is I like this. What? It's boring. Yeah, I don't this hate this. <clears throat> I don't like it. I think it, I like the little uh, gold trim. Reminds me of the New Orleans Hornets. It's Not to say similar. this is the team that it is, but... 
It's too similar to the normal jerseys. It's stupid. Well, know. you know what? I like that. No, Good. They should all be like that. No, I don't like Specifically it. Specifically the Celtics. Too boring. Too boring. Out. Uh, Bulls, this is bad. <laughs> uh, I One more thing on the Charlotte thing is I'm out on them saying Buzz City, though. That's stupid. That's the only part I like. Yeah, about. bring back the clit jerseys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chicago, Wob said the pennies you get in elementary school gym class that you can smell down the hall. <laughs> what did he say uh, about the Charlotte one? Look out. It's the boys from Buzz City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows it's stupid, too. Yeah, out on this. This one's bad. I didn't see stupid. this thread yet, so I'm very excited. This is one of my favorite counts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is <clears throat> terrible. It's terrible. Cavs jersey. also terrible. Terrible. Just stupid. I don't and he, get it. And he posted the video. Mm-hmm. Of the reveal, and they're all like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. Once you do, we're incredibly excited to announce this is something. Here it comes. Here it comes. That's garbage. Um. Yeah, this is bad. I will say the trim. It doesn't save it, but at least makes it a bit more interesting. But it's just weird. I don't like it. I'm a fan of fun trim. Yeah, th- that's why I said it. Like, it it yeah. makes it a little more like, oh, maybe it looks, looks better. Like on the one court. of the old Christmas jerseys, but they just didn't do a good job with it. The more I look at it, the more I don't despise it. It's just weird. I don't like the crooked numbers. It's not the worst. Yeah, the crooked numbers are out. Uh, Wob doesn't hate this Mavs jersey. Says six point six, like last well, year. If it's, it's a actually worse. black, it's not as bad. Yeah, gray jerseys suck. I I don't know. This is just it, like, it's harmless, is what it is. Right, yeah. like it's not it's not actively terrible, which is the bar. Um, yeah, sure. Here we go. It's time. This is the, the worst jersey of the bunch. The Denver Nuggets. Yeah, I get it. Nuggets, yeah, like I get it. I'm not the a altitude. Idiot. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Jesus. All right. Uh, the Denver Nuggets go out and they win a championship, and this is what they get. I thought of this today, and tell me what you think of this. I think this is actually a good idea. If you win a title. You should just get your regular fucking jerseys, but in white and gold or black and yeah. gold. And that, that's I like it. that a lot. That would yeah. be fire. That would be a sick prize. Everybody would buy them. They would mean something. If I'm a fan and the Celtics win a title and there's a special title jersey, I'm buying it. Yeah. No, that's this a good sucks. Idea. Have you ever seen a professional or any <laughs> sport jersey with numbers on the jersey? That are not the players' numbers. This is going to be super confusing for refs. This is the dumbest thing of all time. This I am terrible. so sorry for the Nuggets. Uh, no wonder Jokic doesn't like playing basketball. They want him to wear this. Yeah, this is awful. That's all there is. This is this is Nike horrible. needs to be jailed. <laughs> this is terrible. Detroit. What did he say about that? Sorry. He said, I don't get yeah, what he said. Easily the best one. So many thoughts. Axel voice. Do you know where you are? You're at altitude, baby. When on the road, does the number change to the altitude of that city? Imagine being from Telluride and having to rep these peasants who live at only 5280 feet. Out. He's rated them a zero. Uh, Pistons jerseys. Uh, When out of ideas, just put the city in script font. Uh, These are like the map. These kind of look like Spurs jerseys a little bit. Yeah. They're harmless, but they're stupid. I get the I get the idea behind it. Yeah, whatever, uh, whatever. Uh, Warriors. He said, "I know at least one NBA exec, exec saw this and asked 
Nike, did the printing machine malfunction or is it written like that on purpose? Yeah, if this was just San Francisco, like, like normal, normal across the chest, this would be a f- cool jersey. Like I would like it. Like they got the bridge they, thing on the yeah, side they, that the Celtics should do with the Zakem Bridge. Rogers. <clears throat> yeah. I don't like the line below the number though. That's like why? Like it oh, just I, looks like I you, thought that was just a watermark. I don't think it is. That's oh. stupid. It looks like you just left the fucking like the jersey bad. printing machine made a mistake. Yeah. Also, not for yeah. nothing, the bottom part of the bridge there, it's gonna be tucked in. No one's yeah, you're not it. gonna see it. You're not gonna see it. These are fine. Like they're not the worst though. They're just weird. The font is weird. Like, why? Um, at least it's like the colors are simple. Uh, H-Town, someone who went to the University of Houston snuck this through the approval process and lied about not being able, being a homer every step of the way. I actually don't hate these jerseys. I like this I think, one. This is my I think favorite these are kind so of far, sleep. I think. Yeah. they. Uh, we haven't been describing for audio listeners. I'm so sorry. They say you H-Town on the front. YouTube today. Yeah, go watch them. I'm sorry. They, there's going to be timestamps. Just skip it. Yeah, they say H-Town on the front. Or don't skip. Whoa, 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 whoa. Watch, the... <laughs> watch it again. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you're on audio and you don't want to... Just come to YouTube or skip it. Don't don't. Talk oh, to yeah, 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 yeah. That or yeah. pull them all up in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Do do the work. Do the work for us. Uh, these jerseys. I, I actually do like these jerseys. I no, they're good. Houston, good jerseys. Pacers. If Dan Gilbert owned the Pacers instead of the Cavs and LeBron just left for Miami, <clears throat> these might yeah. be the worst ones. These might be the worst. These no. are Denver has the worst jersey. <clears throat> okay. This is terrible, though. This is indie written in like marker font. This is the Dallas Mavericks jersey from a few years ago. Yes, yes. Just version for the Pacers. Rick Carlisle must have really fucking liked them. <laughs> he was in. Uh, yeah. These are bad. These are terrible. This is the lowest rating so far, minus 1.2 out of 10. Uh, at first, these were rejected, but then someone replaced the top of the eye with a Nike basketball and said, fuck yes. These. Are these are the John Wall Wizards jerseys from his rookie year. Yeah, these are terrible. These Clippers jerseys. Look at the fucking stupid ass basketballs they put over the thing at the bottom, too. This is this so is lame. Ter- they should have did baby blue. Like the yeah. uh the old They'd ones. still be bad. They'd still be bad. They'd be better. They'd be better, yes. These are terrible. These are awful though. Terrible. Clippers the worst. Hate it. Lakers jerseys. Is that supposed to be the Hollywood sign? Why is the hen all the way up there? I actually don't hate these jerseys. I think the font is awkward, but I don't hate like the concept. Like these are okay. Eh. None of these. I haven't seen a single one of these jerseys that I was like, oh yeah, they needed to make that. I like the H Town one. That's the only one I like. I do like the H Town one. I think they're sure. Sure. I'll I'll give you that. That's the closest. I'm not saying it's perfect, but yep. Okay. Sure. Memphis, hold my phone to the screen to read the QR code. I fucking hate this jersey. I think it's so Yeah, I don't dumb. care for it. That's stupid. Out. Sorry, I had to cough and Sam didn't say anything. That was awkward. Oh, I didn't hear cough and I was, I was locked in on the jersey. No, you're good. These are terrible. These are awful. Uh, but not as bad as the worst one yeah. yet. Negative these... 1.5. These, we were so close to the Sam Bakeman freed wearing one of these in a sex tape league. These are the worst jerseys. Heat culture, horrible. Did you yeah, see the shorts? these ones might beat the Denver ones, and I really, really despise the Denver ones. Did you see the shorts? No. They make it worse somehow. They make it worse? Are they red? Yes. No, but they just look as corny as you could possibly make it. Just a giant. Oh, those are bad. Logo. Right? It looks like a. They look like scrimmage oh, shorts. No. It's just plain black. With a giant white Miami. Can I change my standings? These are the worst. These are the worst. No, can I change my like standings predictions? (laughs) These are 
horrible. These are wow. Yeah, they can't sure keep he's... getting away with this every year, <laughs> trotting out these piece of crap jerseys just for please buy them. Listen, I think quit he buying the jerseys. I and, think and do your part. Thing. If you go to the Celtics game this year and you see somebody with one of these jerseys, beat the shit out of them. Any of the them. Heat culture, the Heat culture one? No, no, no. Like the Celtics ones, like any, okay. any, except for the Houston Listen, one so far. I we, We're condoning violence. We're inciting a riot. No, no. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I think Heat culture is just as corny as the next person. But you could have done something cool with it. This is not it. Right. Yeah. This is lazy. This is hey, this one is guy design one for every single team. Yeah. This and is even bad. then, Pete Rogers will do a better job. That's terrible. <clears throat> Milwaukee jerseys. I don't hate these as much as some of the others. They're fine. Somebody Should said Minnesota instead. Yeah, these actually would be great Timberwolves jerseys. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Agree. I don't hate these though. They're they're whatever, but it's weird. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Uh, next one is Minnesota. This is the one. Oh shit! This one came out. I have to scroll again. This one came out way earlier in the summer. It's like the lakes jerseys. I should really yeah. like these. They say "Land of the Lakes" or "Land of something." Oh, on, lakes. on the tag that no one's "Land of Ten Thousand Lakes." No, it says it up the side. You see it on oh, the it like on the side. Yeah, it's just really faint. It says "Land of a Thousand of Ten Thousand Lakes" or something. I actually kind of like these jerseys. They're clean. I don't know if They're I so like cool. gradient jerseys. Well, it's not great. It's like water. You know what I'm saying? Like swirled around. They're better. They're better than the rest. At least they got creative. I don't hate these. I think these are going to look good on the court. I'll put it that way. Sure. Um, New Orleans jerseys. I thought the writer's strike ended. These are so lame. They just don't make any sense. This is, this is what I picture when you say they're just making jerseys to make jerseys. They are. They they are. They're just making them. Mm Mm-hmm. These are bad. Literally, Pelicans New Orleans bad. do Mardi Gras every year. Just do it these every are, year. These are the perfect jerseys for me to describe to the audio listeners. It is an all-black jersey with N-O-L-A, NOLA, in font, in neon, like, outline. And that's it. That's the whole jersey. There you go. Lane. Just play the hits. Just play think, the hits. Bring I back think the there's a Bring back the, the Mardi Gras jerseys. And just I will pick say, one and stick with it. I think there's a purple outline around the green, which would make it, like, point one better but like stupid <clears throat> just dumb now this next one oh my god my mouse is glitching out sorry um this next one uh they were so close to having yeah, like they were actually close. solid jersey like you got pins the Knicks jersey if those if the terrible drop shadow was instead just white lettering with an orange outline this is like maybe yep. one of the best jerseys on here except they fucked it up and this looks so Stupid, dude! That drop shot—that's horrendous. It's so bad, so bad. That uh, the shorts look awesome. Yeah, the, no, these, this was about great. to be the winner. They they did what we've been saying. They took an old jersey and made it cool, and then they fucked it. These are yeah. bad. Shame on the Knicks. They can't get anything right. This Julius Randall, anything. Uh, Oklahoma City jerseys. Shay's caption is going to be hilarious. I don't hate the concept, but this is just kind of weird. It they I like don't mind took this. OKC across the front, and then they took a bunch of like thunder patches and images and made them like fade in the background. I don't hate it. Mm. I think it's cool, but like it's just odd. I, I'm, this is one where I, I don't hate on this one. <clears throat> Not bad. The colors are simple enough. Yep. Works. Uh, next one, Orlando. 
yeah, these I like cool. this. I like. I fuck with these. It's just Orlando with the A as a star. Simple. These were actually ranked really low in Espionation's rankings, like last, and I don't get it. Like I think really, cool. <laughs> they, they first. Uh, I don't even remember. Kings. Yeah, they were up there. I, I like these jerseys though. I think they're cool. I like uh, them too. I, I would buy I one wish, of these. I wish it was a brighter blue. I wish it wasn't as dark. I think it's black. No, I think it's a navy blue. Oh, then it's kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, it's a navy blue. I don't hate them, though. They're fine. Um, Philly jerseys. It is your birthday. I, I don't get the joke, but it's city of brotherly love. Again, you have like as much as you can shit on Philly. Like you have a cool tagline you can play with and they haven't gotten it right. Like this is just it's terrible. It's the best the- alternate Philly ever had. They, they had two. They had the simple one with the bell on the front, and they had nothing yeah. else. And they had the one with all the stars around the number and nothing else. Do that. Those were awesome. Yeah. I agree. Just, you know that Ben Franklin logo they have? Just slap that on the front. Yeah, Rock, just run put it out. Ben Franklin put the number bad. where his bald spot is. <laughs> yeah. Nah, these are bad. Yeah, you, you fucked it. You have a cool... Uh... You have a cool thing and you fucked it. I know you dislike other sports. Another idea they don't use, just fucking like take the colorway of another sport or like do something like do a Red Sox font or do like Eagles font. You know what I'm saying though? That's better than some of the shit they churn out. So you out. want the you want the uh Sixers to wear green? You think they'd like that? My bad. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's on me. <laughs> uh like but like Pittsburgh could do it cuz they're all yellow and, and something. Like if it's a color doesn't have a team. I'm just gonna go fuck myself. All right, Phoenix Suns jerseys. El Valley, El Valley, El. These mm. are weird. There's too much going on. In my, I think it's too. Common. I think these ones you gotta go to the review. I think yeah, in see. this picture they don't look very good, but I think on the court you might have something. I don't know yet. <laughs> Wob wrote. One of the only franchises who actually created something new and cool with the original The Valley Unis, but because the NBA needs something new and a product to sell, they fix something that wasn't broken, and this is what yep. happens. A Home Alone movie without Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Facts. Great take. True. He's absolutely True. Okay. right. Uh, Trailblazers, it's just another Rip City version. I don't hate this. It's like the I like this, they have but it feels City. incomplete. How so? There's no trim. Uh, it, it is there. Oh, yeah. Not on the neck and the arms. I was going to say there's yeah. a line down the side with the checkerboard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wish it was red chip trim. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or 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 the, the two lines, white on the outside, red on the inside. Would yeah, I'll sick. back it. I'll back it. These aren't terrible. Almost though. there. Uh, Kings, throwback to the Royals of time. This, this is the winner. Don't hate it. Yeah, these are all right. I, I'm not as in. I don't like vertical stuff on jerseys. I think it's lame, but this is I don't lame. typically like it, but I think actually, oddly enough, I think the Celtics could pull it off. But I think this looks cool. They took what the Bulls thought they were doing and made it good. The Bulls should have just did this with the Chicago colors. The light blue, maybe, the red. Maybe the Kings beat them to it, and then the Bulls were like, shit, we got to do something. <laughs> Change it up. Um, Next one, Spurs. I don't actually hate these. Uh, like they're weird, but like they're different. I don't think they're terrible. Yeah, I, I think the San Antonio font Toy fits. Story. The San Antonio fonts fits what they're doing. Spurs. Uh, Wob said from Fiesta to this dot dot dot. I wish they made this the Fiesta colors with this font and everything. But I don't actually like. This is fine. I, I'm not. I'm not out on this. I think it's okay. That's sure. Um, Raptors. It's just the gold jersey with the lightning things. 
This it's one's whatever. better than I thought. You have the little pinstripes. Yeah. I don't it's, hate it. It would look better made. with black with the gold accent. They already did that though, so they need something new. Oh, you gotta you gotta trot out the new one. Yep. Yeah, this is better than the stupid triangle jerseys like North they did though. Those I, that's just yeah. their normal fucking jersey, but it's stupid. I don't like it. Um Utah W. These are fire. Yeah. Sure. Like these, they took an old design and they made it new with the purple and like clean colors. See, this should be their correct regular away jersey. Yes, they great. should do these a rebrand when they get good again, and they should do this. Yeah, these are fire. <clears throat> like these, Utah. This is taking. This is what the Suns did this year: take an old design, make it modern. Yes, good, good. Uh, last one, Wizards might be the worst jersey. No, not the worst, but it doesn't no. make any sense, and it looks fucking stupid. <laughs> I, when I saw this, I thought this is the Pirates of the Caribbean right at Disney World. This, I, no, I, I don't care. I stand my ground. This is the worst jersey. This is this is fucking terrible. No, like, cause like, listen, the Nuggets one and the Heat one. Nuggets one is bad because of numbers. It's fine. Like, it's bad. That's why it's bad. Heat one is bad because it's corny. This one is just some dude asked his five-year-old to pick his favorite colors and slap sh- like I like there's so much unnecessary Why shit. Why don't they just on. do something with like presidents or something? <laughs> Who knows? There is gradient on the arms on the trim there from Looks from bad. orange to cyan. It says District of Columbia in Pirates font in orange and cyan. The numbers are a weird font. And then on top of that, they have red. On the jersey, and it's two different colors. It's black and gray on a lot. This is the this is the worst jersey I think ever produced. It's terrible. I I'm so unbelievably out on this jersey. This is horrible. After what we just went through, I truly don't know how they're continuously allowed to keep pumping this shit out. <clears throat> terrible. What are we like two, three of them? <clears throat> Bad. All right, that's and you know they're going to make these teams wear these jerseys every other game. Yeah, we'll see the schedule when it comes out. That's a perfect segue into the Rattlers, though. Let's get into it. I'll let you kick it off. Lead, lead us into the. Uh, we'll start soft here. We'll start soft. Uh, <laughs> firemen, Rattlers, firemen. You know why Rattlers, firemen? Why? No, it's because what? firemen like to go to the coffee shop with the whole squad and do an order for the whole squad. And if you're behind them, you're in there for like a half hour. They get an order for everybody in the firehouse. It is a very, very long process. Aside from that, great work. Keep saving lives, but stay out of my way. Mm. Okay. Uh, you're fine. It, uh, sorry, I was just looking now. Uh, I was checking like, are the Celtics wearing the correct jerseys on opening night? And they are opening night. They're wearing the correct ones for like the first four games. The first one they fuck up is they're wearing the black jerseys at home. Uh, But I actually don't hate the black jerseys at home. I feel like that's acceptable. I wonder. I just don't like when the other team wears white. I don't like that. Sorry. Now I'm going down the rabbit hole. Like I want to know when the first time the Celtics wear the, the shitters are the new shit. They play the nets. You're, you already know this. You're on top of it. Okay. Look, I look today. All right. Uh, Rat list. This needs context. So I was driving to the dentist this morning and I got stuck behind a bus. Already annoying. But what's more annoying is when I'm waiting for the bus to pick up a kid and the mom doesn't have the kid out of the car yet. 
Like the mom is sitting in the car. She sees the bus mm. and goes, oh, let me go around, walk all the way around my car, get my kid out of the seat, and then let them get on the bus. I don't give a fuck that it's cold. You can see the bus coming down the road. Have them ready. Like you, you yeah. have a whole line of cars, and you're making us wait like 30 seconds to a minute for you to go get your fucking kid out of the car. Have some fucking consideration, you idiot. Ah, shit, I like this. this morning. Yeah, out on that. They should have stop signs, though. I can't I can't fully back you there. It's... I don't think you should pull the stop sh- uh, stop sign until they're ready. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's 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 what I got. Rallis, have your kids ready. Come on. All right. Rat lists the people that wipe every fucking thing they use at the gym after. <laughs> this was one I've been meaning to bring up for a while, and I'm glad I pulled it out today because I didn't have a whole, whole lot. Okay. But this one drives me nuts. There are times when I am at the gym and I'm going to use a machine, a bench. Somebody has just finished using it and they stop me so they can wipe the thing off for me. I don't care. Don't wipe it. I don't care. I I don't wipe it when I use it. I get up and I leave. Oh, man. I'm not like drenched in sweat. You're not drenched in sweat. If you are then fine, wipe it. That's a situation where maybe you should wipe it. But if you're in like a sweatshirt and sweatpants and you're not even really even touching the thing with your skin, the hell do I care if you wipe it? It doesn't bother me. Yeah. I'm a considerate person. I would never go use the treadmill and then sit and be all sweaty where other people are going to sit on these benches. So yeah. I, there is no need for me to wipe this thing off. I'll back it. Okay. Out on it. They got all the little spray. But also, this is like a little bonus. Ratless Planet Fitness. I went to wash my hands in there today. And they don't have paper towels in the bathroom. They have the air dryer. Ugh. Out on the air dryer. But then they have paper towels everywhere around the gym so you can wipe the fucking machines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I back it. Dude, the air dryers are more dirty because then you're getting the same air like blown onto you that everyone else has. Like, I don't even care about the. the, I'm not a germ guy. Clearly, I just no, told you don't still, wipe the machine. It's also it's also less convenient. Just give me a fucking. I'm the same guy that gets mad like if I go pee at work and there's somebody else in there because then I gotta like faux wash my hands. Like, if I'm peeing, I'm not washing my hands. I'm not. <laughs> I, that should not be an no, expectation. I'm not, yeah. No, I I, I see it. Uh, Ratless, the Dunkin' Donuts workers near me. So there is a little bit of a line. And I order, and there's like two cars in front of me, right? So they have plenty of time to make my order. For context, I ordered two coffees and two orders of hash browns. Not a big order, right? Whatever. Get up to the front. My mom, I think I've talked about this. I got her a coffee. She gets it seven milk, seven sugar. Crazy. <clears throat> Crazy. We've talked she about this. She gets a damn eggnog. <laughs> but the point, she loves eggnog. But the point is she likes milk, does not like cream. Oh, I see. Whatever. Okay. So this, th- we had this conversation earlier. Yeah. They hand me the coffee. Clearly cream. They just didn't fucking listen. So I'm annoyed. I don't correct them because I'm a piece of shit. I went to another Duncan and got her the correct coffee because I don't want to go home with the wrong one, which you can laugh at me for that, whatever. But then on top of that, it took them like five full minutes to make two fucking orders of hash browns. I want, at least you know you're getting the fuck, them fresh. But how the fuck does that take five minutes? And I, I emphasize that there were people in front of me because they had time to make the hash browns and I saw yeah, them put true. them in when yeah. I pulled up. What the fuck are you doing? Maybe and there's like four of them. In, but there's like four of them and they're just talking around. And I say, oh, let me put them in. Like, 
you're fucking stupid. Like they're just it, it was it was the craziest display of intelligence I've ever seen in my life. It may be, oh my god, it was so fucking stupid. Jack was none too fuck. pleased. And I, I appreciate afternoon. and I can appreciate the level of not giving a fuck. But like, yeah, what the that's fuck? where like, what my mind doing? went. Oh, fuck off! It, it it made me angry. Fuck those guys. Fuck you. Uh, speaking of coffee shop work, love you though. Uh, sure. Different coffee shop today. I went because I just didn't feel like driving across town. I went to physical therapy. So it's not near the gym after I was ready to go home. Uh, girl at the coffee shop, right? There's three of them working. This one is the supervisor girl. I think she's also making the coffees in the back. But I've now waited for the firemen to get all their order. Sure. And I have put in my order for an egg cheese sandwich with ham and tomato, whatever I asked for. I've got my coffee. Great. Good coffee. Now, they're making my sandwich. It's taking a while. I don't really care. Doesn't matter. But my sandwich is finally done. And they say, they're having a little chat. They're having a little chat back there. And they say, this sandwich is done. Who is it for? And the girl looks at the receipt. She says, oh, it's for Sam. And I'm like, oh, that's me. And she like acknowledges me. And then she waits for the other girl to give me the sandwich, which takes like another minute. Like, just give me the sandwich. You did know she not have it me. in her hand? Or did she? She literally put it down next to the receipt instead of just giving it to me. It was the what? most bizarre thing. Like, we made eye contact. I was like, yes, that's for me. I ordered. Ha ha. And then she just, like, sat there. And I was like, all right. I'm already halfway through my coffee. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> that's so weird. It was just bizarre. I wasn't yeah. even, like, mad in the moment. I was just like, what the hell's going on in here? I was almost like, oh, like, back in my prime, that would have been me. Just not doing anything. Yeah, that's super weird. Wow, I've never heard that. Interesting. Uh, Rattless truck. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go. No, you go. You when go. I used to work in the nursing home, dude, I would literally do nothing. It was the best. <laughs> like, Frank, I got Frank a job there, and we would work yeah. together, and he would work with me, and he would be like, I know that Sam is not doing dick today. <laughs> I would set up the trays for people and that's it. I wouldn't put like the little snacks on. Like I made the other people on the line do that. But I essential I'll tell worker. You what that that uh stack of trays was high. We essential worker right there. Dude, being an essential worker was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I was in there making like 30 bucks an hour to hang out with my friends and throw everything away because it was all disposable. It was the and you best. Got the sh- and, and you got the vaccine first. I got the vaccine first. It was the best. That's sick. It was, Good for it was you. Fantastic. Oh, uh, time. Then you go home and everybody's on Xbox. There you go. That's it. I'm not going to reminisce anymore. No, I remember that. We played some 2K. It was fun. Uh, <clears throat> Rattless traffic. Just bad today. It was fun. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> Rattless traffic. Just always bad. Shitty. But real Rattless uh, Patriots fans. I haven't seen it yet, but I know mm. there are some Patriots fans out They're there. They're coming. Well, I just know there's some out there who think the Patriots have a chance now. Which, well, they think they're back. Yeah, maybe anti-Ratless for us because they won't bother the Celtics fans. But yes, I'm going to spoil along. it now. The Patriots still suck. They're still bad. They still they're suck. Still they still have to be bad. In fact, I said this two weeks ago to Bobby Kravitsky at Celtics practice. I said verbatim, the Patriots are so bad that they're going to beat one of these good teams just so they don't get the number one pick. That's how bad they are. They're bad, yeah. and they're also bad at being bad. Yeah. So there you go. Pat Sam Hinkie scoffs. And I don't even hate football. Like I don't. I like the Pats. Like I like watching it. They just suck. No, they're just bad. bad. I know you don't. We know you I don't. You didn't it. have to say it. 
What else? Yeah, I Anything? I, I think that's think it. Done. I think I don't have any more material today. Weak rat list. You well, know what? We just Anti did rat like list? an hour of rat list rat listing Nike. Just <clears throat> true. Dunking on them. Anti rat list. The food I'm about to go eat. Chicken parm. My mom made it. I'm very excited. I'm very hungry. Yeah. Uh, the Ratless ra- Spider-Man, because the game's kind of incomplete. So No, not allowed. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. So there is no new game plus, which allows you to replay the game with everything sure. that you've unlocked, which is a staple of these games. There is no replayable, like, missions. New game plus again? Explain it. Sorry. I, I, like New game out. plus is when you can restart a new save, a new story. You go through the story again, but you bring like all of the xp all of the unlocks all of the abilities with you oh you were excited to do that you can't do that i was and you can't do it yet they're Ooh. they're going to release an update which includes it it's just not ready Weird. and they also don't have the ability to replay like these little like side quests like you have to like take down bases or whatever oh you, but you it, like, can't replay them at all you can't replay them right now so there's not a lot of fun things to do once you actually beat the game where these other things like i could play spider-man all week it wouldn't matter I just keep playing, but I'm out of think. Maybe they do that on purpose. So you kind of like fuck off, but yeah, rat list that. Cause I was really excited. I literally said, I was like, I can't wait to do this. And it's just not yeah. there. That does suck. All right though. Uh, last time we recorded our longest podcast ever. And I think we just recorded a longer one Did so. again. We got yeah. a lot of stuff to talk about. We're, we're hyped. I, we're just in for the season and a half. It's not even Celtic stuff, but thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate it very much. Um, make sure to subscribe to How About Them Celtics. We just hit 1,600 subscribers, which is kind of nuts because we wanted to hit 1,500 before the start of the season, and we beat it. We beat it by yeah. So 2,000 by the end of the uh, calendar year. That's the goal right now. Hopefully we get there. And we appreciate you all for listening. Thank you to RJ as usual, and thank you to Nate Boss, who is another legend now. Uh, send us emails. A- anybody, Joey Spatula, yeah. Landon. People, send us Talk emails. That, that is my favorite. It, it literally takes up like 12 – Uh, how long was the email checking? Maybe like, we do minutes? a – a new little like background for the emails or maybe not because yeah. a lot of it's Celtics related, but we could do some fun just where it's send just mailbag. It's just not whenever I see the emails pop up on my phone, but I don't read them. So I know which ones to check. And it's literally makes my dad like, Oh, we got a new email. That's fun. So please yeah. send us emails. We, we enjoy them. Take a I did read Nate's today, just a hell up. Cause I was very intrigued to how he found us mm. with no subscribers. I waited. I waited. I was intrigued too, but I was like, oh, I'm going to wait, but thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate it. Make sure to check us out on Apple and Spotify. And leave us a comment on YouTube and the email, please. And play back. I'm sure Sam will say it, but yeah. I'll let him take it over before I say too much. Hey, thank you for listening and watching, not only today, but all summer. We're finally back. The NBA tips off tonight as you're listening to this. So we made it a long, grueling summer of nothingness. We got through it. And uh, we very much appreciate everyone that listens to the show, that subscribe, that leaves comments, all of it. So make sure you join them, subscribe, hit the notification bell, so you don't miss any of our daily content throughout the season. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple. Like Jack said, you can follow us there for the audio versions of the podcast. Good luck listening to the jerseys. Uh, Leave a nice review, though. Playback tomorrow, opening night. We'll be there. For the Celtics-Knicks game, Jack and I will sit through the whole game and probably actually be upset and fired up about things, Like unlike the preseason. Preseason was more chill. Tomorrow, probably be unhappy. So you'll get to see miserable Sam. Um, or very, very giddy Sam, one or the other. But playback.tv, put in the name of the podcast, will come up, join the community. I believe we're almost at 50 people in it, which is pretty cool. We just started really? promoting it. 
not that it was at 42 last time. That's almost. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> you're uh, <laughs> and, we're uh, 46, you can, 46. We're okay. Yeah, we're okay. really almost like we're okay. even more almost. You can find us on socials at How About Them Seas. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook is just the name of the podcast. You can follow Jack on Twitter at Jack's Money NBA. You can follow me at Samuel France NBA. That's it for us.